Hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my God, I'm so excited today. I have a very special episode for you today. Um, I just wanted to say that I, my mind is completely blown because within a day, I was able to, with your help, of course, I was able to reach over a thousand downloads for the episodes that I've previously released. So I honestly, this is such a big milestone. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm feeling all ty- all sorts of things right now. And it's, I'm overwhelmed. I'm so happy. And, you know, there's, there's always that kind of imposter syndrome that likes to creep up, you know, especially with accomplishing this, just something so personal and being able to, to share it with all of you and then being met with so much interest and, and support. I, I just need to remind myself, you know, that this the purpose of my podcast is for my service to all women who desire to heal and to embody their most their most authentic truth. And I yeah, I want to remind myself that this is the accumulation of, you know, all of my life experiences that that I want to share with you. And if there is any wisdom or knowledge that you can take out of it, then oh my gosh, that just that just makes me so happy. I I just believe, you know, that our experience is a collective experience. Your pain is my pain. Your success is my success. So I just I just want to thank you so much from the from the deep deepest part of my heart. But yeah, so today I'm so excited. I was thinking of posting a different episode actually, but because this just happened overnight, I I just want to release an episode that is my favorite thing to talk about, which is how to heal or specifically how I was able to heal. So yeah, what it what does it mean when we talk about self-healing? I think even being able to get to this point of your life where you recognize that there are certain areas in your life where you need to do that deep internal work, you know, and it takes so much honesty with yourself. So if you're in this space right now, I just want to let you know that I feel for you and that you're not alone, that we're all here rooting for you and that to just most importantly, just give yourself so much grace and to love yourself for your, for your current version, because all of us have been conditioned, right? We've been conditioned to act out of our trauma wounds because of the roles that we've witnessed growing up and just the dynamics around us in this world. So when you want to heal, You have to take yourself out of the spaces that confine you. You cannot heal when you're simply acting out of a survival instinct or if you're responding to a toxic environment. For me, I had to literally leave and get my own place. I had to move out and I had to live alone, right? Because being alone, it gives you that space where you can take a look at your energy and you can just be a hundred percent in your own energy. And that's when you're able to actually he- hear your most internal, most deepest thoughts, including all the shadows that you've been really suppressing um, inside of you. So for me, I 
was chasing love and validation all of my life. And this is what I was talking about when I talk about that deep conditioning where us girls have, you know, been brought up where our worth is based off of out of other people's projections, ideas, and opinions of us, right? Our worth is tied to the outside. It's external. Our worth is dependent on if people like us or not, or if a guy likes us, right? So this is the maiden archetype. The maiden archetype is one of the feminine archetypes that a lot of women are acting out of. And I was in that space myself before I, w- I started my healing, my healing journey, right? So this, the maiden archetype is someone who is young, you know, she, she kind of has the, these, these ideas of what love should be about, what the world should be about. And it's not really centered, Right. She hasn't really experienced life's hardships, and so she has no direction. Instead, she looks outward for validation in order to make herself herself feel better because she hasn't really understood the deep the meaning of self worth or self love. This character also represents uh, that dam- that damsel in distress representation. Right? She needs. She desires to be saved. She wants something external like Prince Charming to come and save her. And, and so she, she comes from a place of complete lack and with no understanding of her power as a woman. So when I found myself in a series of failed relationships... I, I distrusted love, right? I thought I thought love was the enemy. I thought love made me crazy. I thought love made me anxious. It made me codependent. And it it made me basically really, really distrusted myself because out of this love that I was putting out, I wasn't getting getting that safety. I, I wasn't getting it reciprocated because I did not actually know how to provide for myself that safety, right? There's a lot of content out which labels you as you're anxious attached or you're avoidant attached. And they're not actually looking at at how it's it's so much deeper than that. A lot of times we just haven't learned how to self-regulate. Because we are desiring to desiring for that valid validation. You have to provide yourself that sense of safety. But that means you have to re-regulate your nervous system. When we fall into these unfulfilling or toxic relationships, there's a difference. In an unfulfilling relationship, you can kind of have all of your needs met, at least physically, right? So so everything is kind of, you know, like he's providing for you financially, you know, he's putting food on the table, he's paying for you, and he and he doesn't cheat on you. And and you know, like you he's a nice guy. <laughs> but that's just because he's a nice guy doesn't mean that you should date him or marry him, right? Because 
Because love, it's a divine union. Love requires you both to be your most integral self. It's it's a spiritual thing. Like your, your spirits and your souls are intertwined. You have to understand each, each other's minds and be able to empower each other to show up 100%. So you're showing up 100%. He's showing up 100%. I'll talk about that more later. So with toxic relationships, he's absolutely not providing you the basis of what he needs to be, right? He's not even meeting the bare essentials, which which could mean that he, you know, he's not loyal to you. Or if he's like questioning, questioning your truth, if he thinks, if he says that you're crazy or you're overreacting, or if he, if he has you competing with other women, women, making you jealous and insecure all the time because he's doing what? He's following these thirst traps on Instagram, right? Or he's liking other girls' pictures on Instagram, even though he knows that it that you don't like it and you've talked to him about it. I hope you were talking to him about it. Or if he's, you know, engaging in these things that are just outside of your relationship, that's that's not that's not fair to you. So number one, I never felt truly safe in myself and therefore nothing external could. Right. The second reason is that there are there is a lack of boundaries. There is an inability to self-regulate and needing validation. So one of the biggest boundaries is that you're still talking to people in the past who are no longer serving you. Right. Your exes do not give them access to you. Do not entertain it. There's. The reason why is that we ha- we lack this the sense of self worth that we need that validation from them like we need to feel that they somehow um, still desire us when we engage in those behaviors we're lacking that self worth right that self sourcing uh, knowledge that yes we are valuable and we don't we don't need anybody to make us feel uh, desired or or validated. So when we when we talk about self-worth, we're really thinking, we're really focusing on our time and our body. Right? So our time is so valuable. Who has access to you? Who are you letting have access to you? Are you engaging in these toxic friendships that aren't really serving you but are keeping you stuck and making you act out of your disempowered state? Are you engaging in talking to these men who you don't even want to be with, who you don't even want to date just so because you're bored or just because you just for this, just for the sake of it, just to pass the time, your time is so valuable and your body, you have to change your, your perception of your body that it is this sacred, sacred thing that not everyone has access to touch you. The third reason is that there is a lack of self-trust. There's a the biggest reason for self-trust is you know you haven't seen a lot of healthy relationships growing up or around you. Right? A lot of people are acting in a disempowered way. They're acting out of their trauma wounds. So you see a lot of people having a lot of bitterness and a lot of hatred to people who are they who they are still with and or people that are settling or in codependent relationships. You see people engaging in uh, revenge uh, cheating. 
all these things that that just isn't healthy at all. And so this lack of self-trust, what it takes for you to gain that trust in yourself is that you have to balance out your feminine and masculine energy. And that means you have to create boundaries for yourself. You have to self-source your own values. That means that you don't just text anybody just for the sake of it or just because you're bored. You have to actually learn to be okay alone, to be okay in your thoughts alone as a whole person. You have to see yourself as a whole person, that you are actually, you're not in lack. And if you desire partnership, then that is just an enhancement. It will not take away or add to your worth. Your worth is there. Your worth sits in the fact that you exist. Okay? This is so important, you guys. You cannot, you need to stop dismissing your truest, most feminine desire. Okay? And our most feminine desire is to is complete devotion and loyalty. Please do not self-abandon, okay? If he cannot uphold your standards, you have to leave him as soon as possible because you don't want to settle in a relationship that costs you and wastes um, your time for years and years. But that also means that you have to embody your own standards. That means that if you don't want your future partner to be frolicking around entertaining girls that he doesn't even like or want to be with, then you can't be going around frolicking with the men that you don't even want to be with, right? So we we have to we have to try to get away from these double standards that I want a man who can do this and this and this and this, but have you taken a look at yourself and see the areas that you lack, that you do lack? Have you thought about that? Because for me, I was talking earlier, right, about how I had I had this list and I wasn't even really embodying it. Like I was still engaging in these in these toxic behaviors because that's just how I've been doing it all this time and I never actually created those healthy boundaries for myself myself that no, you have to be okay with learning to be alone. So what are these standards? For me, I want a man who has emotional intelligence and wisdom, right? I want a man who can lead, who I can go to and and discuss and bounce back ideas. Will and our conversations are full, and I want a man who is committed to his own growth. I want him to be be really self-aware, to know the areas that he needs to work on, to admit, you know, to not have an enlarged ego and to be able to admit his faults and to, and to talk about it and to be able to say, these are the areas that I, I, I still want to work on, but I want to work on them because I want to create that container of safety for this relationship. And I definitely want, want a man with sexual discipline. So these are my standards and, uh, that's up to you, right? You have to know your standards because it's easy to go and meet a man not knowing your standards and then say, okay, this, this could work, you know, like we can see how this goes. No, no. So how I was able to heal is that I don't engage with people in the past. And I also ended friendships that didn't encourage my most integral self. And that's okay. Sometimes you outgrow people and that's okay. 
that it's okay to choose yourself, choose your own growth. If that means that you have to cut out certain people in your life, because the, the big part about healing is that you have to choose your peace of mind. You have to put your peace of mind first and form, foremost. And it took me so long, guys. It took me so long to realize that, that I could, for the sake of my, men, my, my mental health, I can do that. So when I was in my healing stage, I, I honestly, I couldn't even listen to music that was uh, created by a man. Honestly, I just, I just went through a phase where I literally only listened to music that was created uh, by women. And I also didn't use dating apps. I didn't go on dates. I was I had to be 100% focused on me. I had to prove to myself that I'm capable of choosing myself. Okay? It can be lonely. That journey can be lonely, you know? Because we're just so used to seeking external validation, right? And and when I was lonely, I listened to so many podcasts. From the minute I got into my car after work and I driving home and then and then making dinner I I was or cleaning I was listening to podcasts because someone was talking to me and felt like I was in conversation and, and I wasn't so alone I also called my friend non-stop non-stop uh my two friends I facetimed them and my family I called them literally every single day just just to kind of you know fill those spaces where you used to fill with such toxicity and healing doesn't have to be linear guys it it can look like squiggly lines it can look like ups and downs and circles and and just anything because sometimes you have to regress before you can progress sometimes you sometimes you go back to your toxic habits right sometimes you can't help it but do that but it's it's how fast you can get back into yourself it's how fast you can get back into your truth and say i'm not acting out from my most empowered state right so i can do better you don't have to put more pressure on yourself than you need to because the only comparison you need to be making is the person that you were the day before are you are you consistently making those changes as as best as you can at your current state, right? You have to be able to look inwards and understand your own limiting beliefs, your own insecurity, and then taking 100% responsibility as well to nurse yourself and nurture yourself back to that full embodiment, to that empowering empowering state. It's easy to fall back into that that maiden archetype mindset, right? But it's very important to remind ourselves that we're here to protect ourselves even when no one else does. And that means looking back on the active choices that you've done for yourself to provide yourself that that safe container. For me, I had to I had to step out of my toxic environment. I had to move in. I had to live alone. I had to do that to prove to myself that I was able that I could trust myself 100%. We have to remind ourselves that we're in charge of our own feelings and we do not choose to be anxious. We choose to enjoy and be grateful of the life that we can live. We also have the power to take away anybody's control of us. 
that we give no person the right to make us anxious. Okay, we can self-regulate ourselves back into the feeling of fullness. And that takes being alone. That takes having to, you know, you have to journal, you have to cry, you have to do things, you have to make yourself do things that you that you enjoy and, and discover things that you love. When we have safety as a baseline, nobody can make us feel unsafe because we have we understand that we have the power to stop it to remove ourselves from it right because we've experienced it internally within ourselves like if we've been if we're able to experience that safety we will understand just how valuable we are and our space and our energy that that we will protect it so so fiercely we will protect it so fiercely that we will n- not allow anybody, any external influence, threaten that. It becomes a shield. And it's not a shield where it keeps people away, but it's a shield to show people that you're grounded, that you know who you are, you know your values, you know what you stand up for. And they they will bow to it, right? The people who don't resonate with that will leave you. They will. And the people who do resonate with that who can rise up and who can who can provide you that that same safety that you have in yourself they will be able to rise up and meet you there where you are so i just more than anything i just want you to be able to choose yourself right choose yourself that you have and to believe in yourself that you have that capacity to provide that safety that peace that you that that acceptance that you so long for in yourself you have to you have to accept yourself i want you to be able to claim your deepest desire as an embodied feminine whatever that may look like for you okay but you have to be so completely honest with yourself in order to do that but yeah fall in love with yourself fall in love with with being alone and that's how you begin to heal so yeah be fierce with protecting your own energy Guard it like your life depends on it because in a way it does, right? And and be obsessed with creating that safety for yourself and become the embodiment of your standards. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for all of those who have been listening. I will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you guys. Bye.